Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this good Friday, the 7th day of April, 2023. Your date four seven two zero two three. That is your date. We welcome you to the show. For all of you uh, Christians out there, it is Good Friday. It's a uh, really kind of a special week leading up to, of course, Easter on Sunday. Uh, right now here in Las Vegas... At about uh, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. on this 7th day of April 2023, it's uh, 48 degrees. No wind, though. Nice and still out there. No wind. Oh, man. And we're going to get up to 77 today. 77. Oh, spring has sprung. Spring is here. Yeah. Well, you know, when Keeneland starts and we're less than 30 days away to the Derby, and uh, now you know it's spring, right? Up to 77 today. Uh, throughout the weekend, we're going to punch it up to uh, a top-off on Easter Sunday of 84 degrees here in Las Vegas. And as far as the weather itself is concerned, looks pretty darn good with the sun shining, the sky blue, and the ground dry. So that's the way it looks like here in your gaming capital of the world, just in case you want to come up here and uh, have an Easter weekend here. Uh, there's some action going on right now in Northern California, and of course that was the uh, front that was coming through in Washington and Oregon yesterday. So it's making its way down Northern California almost to uh, Central California, but the Southern California is clear. So uh, when we get the uh, racing started, Sanita today, it ought to be okay. Uh, we still got a lot of action, a lot of front that has moved through the country that is now in the south, southern part, southern eastern part of Texas, through Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, and uh, through Tennessee, parts of Kentucky, although I I do believe it is either passed through or uh, is about to pass through the Lexington area in Kentucky, where, of course, Keeneland opens today, West Virginia, etc., going right through the east coast. So the uh, central east coast is going to be a little bit uh, dicey. But up in New York, where an aqueduct is clear, and down in Florida, clear. However, that front that's moving through uh, in the Gulf Shores of Louisiana and uh, Texas is going to make their way through uh, Florida sooner or later. So we'll wait and see about that on this Friday. But, of course, we're waiting to find out. Get that thing out of the way. Just, just push it out of the way. Get it out of the way today, no matter what happens. So we have great racing all over the country tomorrow because we've got big races at Aqueduct, Keeneland, and Santa Anita. It's the last big three trio of big stakes race days that have implications not only for the Kentucky Derby, but for the Kentucky Oaks at those three racing centers. Now, you know, we've got uh, 29 days, 8 hours, 32 minutes, and 50 seconds and counting until the Kentucky Derby. So we got to get all this weather out of the way and get some Nice racing surfaces for tomorrow. But that's just about the way it looks like today. Now, in New York today, 59 degrees. Uh, you got 82 in Miami, 72 in L.A. Chicago is um, sitting uh, right around uh, 
in the 50s. And, of course, uh, just typical kind of spring weather at this time of the year for the seventh day of April on this year 2023. So we welcome you to the show, however, wherever, whenever you get us, whether it's uh, on our websites, uh, your apps on your devices, or podcasting. So we're going to uh, today with uh, Jonathan Ardoon, because, you know, he won't be with us uh, here uh, with us in person on the show, either the Saturday or Sunday on the weekend. But uh, we went over some races yesterday. We'll finish up the derby prep races today as far as how Jonathan sees them. And, of course, uh, we have John Lindo with us. We have Jerry J and Rich Ang. Now, here's the deal. With the opening day today at Keeneland, our handicappers are hard at work. Well, Jonathan's going to do four tracks. He's got Aqueduct. He's, he's got uh, Keeneland today. And, of course, uh, Santa Anita and Oaklawn Park, which goes today. So Hardoon is uh, covering Keeneland in place of uh, Gulfstream, which is now in their, what they call their Royal Palm meet, which is dolled up saying it's, you know, the Calder meet. So Jonathan will be with us with that. We'll take a look at what's going on in Keeneland today. John Lindo is doing double duty. He'll be doing Keeneland for the entire Keeneland meeting with his Lindo report plus Santa Anita. And so is Rich Ang. Rich Ang will have two sheets. He'll have Keeneland and Santa Anita as well throughout the uh, the month. And, of course, Jerry Jay's with his Aqueduct and, and Santa Anita. So we got, we got our handicappers hard at work doing a lot of good stuff for these big racing centers. Now, you know. As I said, 16 uh, graded stakes races uh, uh, through from today through the weekend across the country. 15 of them will be on Saturday, 4 at Aqueduct, 5 at Keeneland, 6 at Santa Anita. Big Santa Anita Derby Day racing card with 12 races, and uh, that'll start at noon. And, of course, you got uh, the, uh, the Wood Memorial and the Gazelle at uh, Aqueduct, and you've got uh, the uh, Bluegrass. At uh, Keeneland, not to mention the Ashland, which is for the three-year-old Phillies that holds 100 points for the Kentucky Oaks, 100 qualifying points for the Kentucky Oaks. The Ashland runs today on opening day with uh, two other stakes races, and they got big fields there at uh, Keeneland today. So we got all that uh, good stuff happening, that's for sure. And, uh, of course, I want to remind everybody, that uh, we are having our South Point Derby Seminar on Friday, Kentucky Oaks Day, right after the Kentucky Oaks card is over. On the, uh, That's May 5th on Friday, 6 p.m., in the Grandview Lounge, right adjacent to the uh, race book. John Lindo and uh, Jonathan Hardoon and myself will go over the not only the Kentucky Derby horses and the Kentucky Derby, but all of the significant races that uh, we can play as well around that big day and uh, take a look at what happened in the Kentucky Oaks. And then the next day, Derby Day, uh, May 6th, big uh, derby viewing party in the big ballroom upstairs with all the big, huge, monstrous uh, TV signals, TV, you know, big, big screen dealies there. Plus, you know, the uh, bedding windows, big uh, banquet tables. You can spread out all your handicapping paraphernalia and, of course, uh, food and drinks as well. All the accommodations, the seminar, uh, and the viewing party, free, okay? Plus your parking. Your car doesn't get tagged either. Free parking, all at the South Point for the Derby weekend. So if you don't uh, have plans to go into uh, Louisville at Churchill Downs, come on out. It's going to be a great time. John, of course, John and Jonathan and myself will be in the big ballroom on uh, Derby Day, playing the races with you. Hopefully you can join us, okay? Uh, don't forget, uh, coming up tomorrow at Santa Anita with all that other good stuff happening and all those stakes races and the Derby and the Oaks, etc. cetera, uh, there's going to be a mandatory payoff in the Pick 6 jackpot should no one grab it in a single winning ticket today. It'll be a mandatory monster tomorrow. Now, it'll be mandatory tomorrow anyhow, but if uh, they get the carryover from today through to tomorrow, you know, you're looking at millions of dollars in the uh, pick six jackpot that's a mandatory payoff to the best tickets then and not just a single ticket, okay? Now, <clears throat> let's take a look at uh, some of the horses this weekend uh, that are, are heading for the Kentucky Derby. You got Practical Move 
going in the Santa Anita Derby. You got Tappet Trice going in the Bluegrass. Okay? These are their final starts. Hit Show, that drew the big outside post position in the Wood Memorial. This is his stepping stone. And then, for the most part, uh, you only have a few other horses, like Blazing Sevens, also going in the Bluegrass. And uh, most of the other horses, most of the other contenders, the big contenders for the Kentucky Derby, have done their prep work already. And they're just training now up to the Kentucky Derby. But those are the horses that will be uh, uh, looking for extra points and getting their final Derby prep. Now, each one of those races has 100 points attached to it. So that means that the top 15 are in pretty good shape. But then you get down to the cusp horses, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20, and the top 20 for the qualifying uh, stalls. And uh, they are Major Dude and King Russell and Disarm all at 40 points. Sun Thunder is at 34, and Red Route 1 is at 33. Those are the ones that are sitting uh, right down on the uh, risky cusp should uh, any of the horses that are not above them already with points win the 100 points. Now, if, uh, you know, let's say Practical Move wins the Santa Anita uh, Derby, he's already got 60 points. He's already in uh, slot six, so it's not going to affect those others at the bottom. But uh, you, if you have some surprise horses winning these 100-pointers, uh, then uh, some of these horses are going to be bumped out. And, of course, that will mean... Uh, they will, uh, if they want to try, they will try one last effort in the Lexington at Keeneland on April 15th that has uh, 20 derby points. But for the most part, this weekend is going to kind of solidify the field for the Kentucky Derby, the 149th derby, uh, that we say again, and they're counting it down, ding, 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 29 days and, uh, you know, hours and minutes and seconds to go. All righty, taking a look at uh, some of the other news real quick here. Glad to see the wagering on thoroughbred races uh, in March held in the U.S. tracks rebounded several months of decline. The wagering for March in the U.S. on thoroughbred races rose 2.14% compared to wagering in the same month last year. Now, that's according to figures distributed by Equibase uh, yesterday. Now, that uh, uh, that turns around a trend that started in October. This gain reversed that trend is starting stretching way back to October. So now we're finally getting up again. So uh, hopefully with all the great racing coming up with the big fields and all that, especially with Keeneland and then right to Churchill Downs, etc. cetera, uh, more betting opportunities, uh, bigger fields and all that good stuff will create better handle. We all know that. And so let's hope uh, that we'll... Uh, that will definitely uh, be the case as we move through the spring and the summer. Okay. One other uh, note uh, of uh, one other keynote, and that is uh, Pimlico, Pimlico is going to offer Preakness future bets. Now, you know, the Kentucky Derby started their uh, Kentucky Derby paramutual future bet pools. And now Pimlico Racecourse plans to offer as many as 40 horses, 40, in a paramutual future bet for the tracks of Preakness Stakes this year. Uh, and uh, we'll wait and see when uh, that uh, future bet is going to be kicked in. I would imagine it'll be after the Kentucky Derby. But 40 horses, huh? Because there's a lot of horses that, <clears throat> after running in the Kentucky Derby and failing to win it, uh, take a break from the, uh, the pressure of getting to the Derby and all the training that leads up to it. And there are other horses that are lying in wait that pass up the Kentucky Derby that are fresh horses for the Preakness. So that uh, future book might uh, might be kind of a neat thing to uh, to look at, that's for sure. All right. Jonathan Nardoon, John Lendo, Jerry J, Rich Ang, yet to come. We got a lot to talk to them about. And of course, your racing menu. So we'll take our first break on this Good Friday on a beautiful spring day here in Las Vegas. Although the sun is not shining through, there's some clouds up ahead, but that, that don't worry about that. You'll need your sunblock later on today. So don't go away. We'll be right back on your Friday Race Day Las Vegas show.
bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on race day las vegas and time uh, to go to your racing menu of racetracks available in the race books Simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. These will be the ones that we have in our race books today. All right. Uh, first post times, as you know, we tell you each and every day, just in case uh, there are new people jumping in and out all the time. Uh, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu reflect that the start times, first post times in the Pacific time zone, because that's where we're at. This is Race Day Las Vegas. We are here in Las Vegas, and these will be the first post times as they roll out in our race books today. If you're listening on the websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, on your apps, the KSHP apps, on your iPhones or your Androids, or anywhere you get our podcasting or any other way, however, wherever, whenever, remember the first post times are Pacific, and if you're not in the Pacific time zone, just adjust to the Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything, okay? Like I miss uh, mom and dad. All right, here we go. We begin with Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay has nine races today. And uh, their first post time is 9.20. 9.20 at Tampa Bay today. Nice nine race card, too, there. All right, next up comes uh, Laurel Park. Laurel Park has uh, eight races. Their first post time is 9.25. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $3,764. First post time, Laurel, eight races, nine twenty-five. Then we get to Gulfstream Park in their uh, Royal Palm meet now. And uh, believe it or not, they hit the uh, pick six jackpot yesterday, Gulfstream. 20-cent jackpot paid $42,894. That was the last pick six jackpot hit, $42,894. All right, nine races today at Gulfstream. First post time, 9.40. 9.40, first post at Gulfstream today. And then you have uh, Keeneland Racecourse, opening day at Keeneland. And their moniker, they're saying, at least it used to be, I'm guessing it still is, Keeneland Racecourse, racing the way it's meant to be. At least that's what they say. As a matter of fact, that Keeneland was the last major racetrack in the country to actually have a track announcer. Yeah, you'd go to Keeneland years ago and the race would go on and you wouldn't even know it. No announcer. But they got one now and they got a good one too. Opening day at Keeneland. Uh, you got 10 races today. Uh, the stakes races in order. The $400,000 Lafayette stakes for three-year-olds at seven furlongs is the seventh race on the card. You have seven to the post. Your eight to five favorite is Hijazi. Yeah, Hijazi is there. John Velasquez aboard. He's the favorite in the Lafayette with seven going in that race. And uh, at the moment, we don't have any uh, late changes at Keeneland. So uh, they got seven entered in that one. The eighth race is the $400,000 Transylvania. The Transylvania. 
at a mile and the 16th on the turf course for three-year-olds sees the field of 12 entered and the uh, favorite in that race at three to one is Carl Speckler with Tyler Gaffleone. Carl Speckler, Tyler Gaffleone aboard in the 12 horse field Transylvania. And then the ninth race is the $600,000 Ashland. This is a great one for three-year-old fillies that holds 100 Kentucky Oaks qualifying points. Seven go to the post here today. Wonder Wheel looks to bounce back off of her debut dull one. Wonder Wheel is eight to five with Tyler Gaffleone aboard. You also have the very um, successful or talented punch bowl at two to one with Flavian Pratt. So there are seven fillies in this race. Should be a good competitive race. Can Wonder Wheel bounce back? We'll wait and see. That's the Ashland, ninth race on the card. You have 10 races overall at Keeneland and a first post time of 10 a.m. Pacific time. Aqueduct is next. Now, Aqueduct, believe it or not, they had a 70-something dollar horse win the last race at Aqueduct yesterday that uh, prompted a pick six carryover for today. It's a regular pick six, not a jackpot. Carryover, $31,585.99 to be exact. That's your pick six carryover today at Aqueduct. Tracks fast. This is uh, opening day for the turf course at Aqueduct. They have turf races today. Both the uh, both turf courses, remember they have two there now. Both turf courses are labeled firm, and the track is labeled fast at Aqueduct. First post time is at 10.20. The feature today at Aqueduct is the $150,000 grade three distaff handicap, seven furlongs, fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up, and a field of eight goes. Eight to five favorite there is Rosa Veloci with uh, Jose Ortiz aboard at eight to five in the eight Philly and Mare feature race. Now remember, eight races today at Aqueduct. The turf races today are the fourth, the sixth, and the eighth. Opening day on the turf course at Aqueduct. First post time, 10.20 today at the Big A. Oaklawn Park is next. Ten races. First post time is at 10.35. 10.35 at Oaklawn. Santa Anita kicks in. Their first post time for nine races today is 1 o'clock on the eve of the big Santa Anita Derby Day card. 1 o'clock today at Santa Anita. Their pick six jackpot carryover. $362,841. And remember, if there's not a single winner today, that plus all the money bet into today, plus all the money that's going to be bet into tomorrow, gets all in one pile, and the best tickets will hit it in a mandatory payoff tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Still got a shot today of a single ticket winner in the jackpot, 362841 First post time, Santa Anita for their big weekend is at 1 o'clock this afternoon for their nine race card. Golden Gate is next. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, $8,717. They have eight races, and their first post time is one fifteen. Then you have Evangeline Downs. It is opening day at Evangeline Downs. They have two stakes races on their nine race opening card. The $60,000 spotted horse stakes at a mile for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up. That's the sixth race on the card. The 9-5 to five favorite in the race is AG's Charlotte. But I can tell you that Majestic Ways at 3-1 to one on the morning line is going for her fifth straight win in the spotted horse. A couple of races later, the $60,000 Academia stakes for three-year-old Phillies at six furlongs. Is the eighth race. Eight go to the post there. And the nine to five favorite is Kyle Beauty. Two to one close second choice is Blame Day. Nine races at Evangeline. Two stakes races. Opening day. First post time is 3.30. Then you have Charlestown. Charlestown has nine races and a pick six jackpot carryover of $23,683. First post time for nine races at Charlestown is at 4 p.m. That's your good Friday racing menu. All right. Now we're going to go to uh, John uh, Jonathan Hardoon, and uh, Jonathan is a little bit under the weather today. So, Jonathan, we want to keep you short here on the show, but we do still do want to get some of your uh, thoughts on opening day at Keeneland, and uh, and of course um, the uh, bluegrass stakes there. Good morning. Okay. Well, we could do the bluegrass stakes first route, and uh, 
It's the ninth race tomorrow. It's a mile and an eighth. And uh, verifying last time out, you could really draw a line from that race. Uh, he just won suicidal fractions. Uh, they weren't happy. They made a jockey switch to Gaffleone. He's listed at three to one. I think he has a little bit of an edge over the rail horse, Tapper Trice. And Clutch uh, is going to be loaded for the Derby, Ralph. He's going to have at least four horses, uh, possibly five. So, uh-huh. uh, And, of he, course, really, and, and of course, the leading horse, uh, Forte, among those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it's an 11-horse field going a, a mile and one-eighth. And, again, we remind everybody that the uh, – the grass, I mean, the main track at uh, Keeneland is not a one-mile uh, circumference uh, racetrack, so uh, this one will be a mile and one-eighth for, it's a million-dollar race, though, and uh, we'll wait and see who becomes and favorite there. Points. And a hundred points. And a hundred points. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the important thing, right? Okay. Tap it, Trice, from the rail, a tap it off string, Luis Saez, Todd Pletcher rides, and uh, he wants to get his final prep for the Kentucky Derby there. All right. Uh, uh I guess uh, we can go to work uh, for today, get uh, some of your picks, reminding everybody who do have a Keeneland sheet today. A thought, though, of today's Ashland, since it holds uh, 100 points for the Kentucky Oaks as well. And it seems like uh, everybody's uh, wondering if Wonder Wheel will bounce back. Punchbowl can't lose. <laughs> All right. You're gonna, you say Punchbowl is going to punch Wonder Wheel right in the old oh, winter circle, Not right? Not even close. Not, Not even close. close. Well, maybe close, but punch balls gonna Did you say you were a little under the weather today? Yeah. <laughs> you wanna check and see if you and don't the, have you wanna check and make sure you don't have a fever? I mean got to me. <laughs> you, you sure this is not your fever talking now? <laughs> All, All right. right, Ralph, a couple of other winners for today. Let's go to Aqueduct and look at race number four. It's the first grass race of the meet. Uh-huh. And the number two horse in here, right for mischief, a four year old Gelding from the Jimmy Bond Barn. Jaime Torres aboard to ride. He's listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. He makes his first start of the year. He's best races last year, sprinting and sprinting at Aqueduct. Number two, right for mischief, upsets and wins today's fourth race out of Aqueduct. All right, this is uh, Aqueduct's outer turf course. Remember, uh, they took the training track or the winterized track in the old days and made it a, a secondary turf course and winterized the big main track there. So you have the main track that uh, is a winterized track, although it's a springtime now, and uh, two turf courses. This is on the outer turf course at Aqueduct. Fourth race, number two, ripe for mischief. The two in the fourth race is Jonathan's pick at Aqueduct. We'll take one more, and we'll let him uh, get some uh, medication. All right, the eighth Eighth race today at Keeland. Uh, this is the Transylvania Stakes, and I like the number nine horse in here. I have no idea. Nagaroko? Nagarok? Nagarok. Anyway, okay, Nagarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight to one on the morning line. This three-year-old Colt makes his first start of the year. Last seen, uh, he actually ran last year at Keeland in the in the Breeders' Cup. Uh, Flavian Prada board to ride. You're getting eight to one on the morning Ooh. line. Number nine, Nagarak, wins today's eighth race at Exeland. I got to tell you, it's a wide open Transylvania, too, and you get Flavian Pratt at eight to one. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. In the eighth race at Keeneland today, you like the nine, Nagarak. The nine in the eighth race today at Keeneland. Want to remind everybody, you do have a Keeneland sheet along with Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and Oaklawn today, right? Correct. Thanks, Ralph. I will be texting you for tomorrow. So. All right. You. Uh, you take care of yourself, Jonathan, okay? Thank you. All right. You got it, my man. Jonathan, a little under the weather. Now that the weather's getting good, well, you know the, how that goes. In any case, again, I will repeat, uh, Keeneland's eighth race, the nine, and Aqueduct's fourth race, the two. And, of course, uh, he says today, didn't hesitate, did he? Right in the face of Wonder Wheel, he says the ninth race in the Ashland Stakes Number five, Punchbowl wins the race. All right. Well, Punchbowl's a, se- a close second choice on the morning line at two to one uh, over uh, a Wonder Wheel, which is eight to five. So it's not going to be a big deal as far as the, uh, he might very well be the favorite. Uh, Flavian Pratt riding Punchbowl in the ninth race, the Ashland. Okay. We'll go to another break and then we come back. We'll be in search of Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. So don't go away. We'll be right back. 
your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on race day, and uh, as you know, we have not had an opportunity to uh, talk to Rich Ang since the NCAA championship uh, finals, the final game on Monday, where Connecticut manhandled San Diego State. And Richie, uh, your performance as far as handicapping the tournament over the uh, entire tournament was unbelievable. And I know that you put yourself in a position to uh, win no matter who won the final because you had a future bet on uh, both uh, Connecticut and San Diego State. So congratulations. And I guess winning, uh, I believe it's their fifth overall title in uh, school history and four of them in the state of Texas that they kind of like Texas. But boy, did they, did they peak at the right time? Yeah, thank you very much, Ralph. It was a good experience. Uh, you know what I like to do every spring for March Madness is, uh, well, obviously I watch a lot of sports, uh, you know, during the course of the season. Huh? And uh, Connecticut, I had invested actually back in January, Ralph, when they were in the middle of a losing streak in the Big East, and I was able to get good odds on them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I try to put four or five, six teams on the on the board for me, and then I bet them through the tournament. So even though San Diego State did not get there, I, I bet them in every game they played, so they don't owe me any money. But uh, it, it was uh, it was the one of the best years I've had doing that when uh, you can actually get the champion, and the UConn is – you know, uh, San Diego State put a scare on them. They got within five yeah. points with about four minutes to go, and then they went on a 9-0 run and yeah. showed uh, showed what they're made of. So congratulations yeah. to us. Uh, Connecticut, through in the entire tournament, beat their rivals in every matchup through the final by double ditches. I mean, they were just uh, they were the dominant team this year in a very, very exciting uh, NCAA tournament that didn't that did not have a one, two, or three in the finals. So uh, it's always fun, that's for sure. Now we kind of look uh, to the tournaments heading up to the finals in the horse racing called the Kentucky Derby with the preps this weekend. But today is opening day at Keeneland. Of course, we'll have a, a thought from you about the uh, three preps tomorrow for the Derby. But right now, today at Keeneland, we have three nice stakes races highlighted by the Ashland, which holds 100 qualifying points for the Kentucky Oaks. And uh, Jonathan Hardoon already said that he, he put a circle around Punchbowl in the race. But everybody's wondering if Wonder Wheel can bounce back off of her performances as a two-year-old. Yeah, on my sheet, I do a Keeneland sheet for the spring. I yeah. do a Keeneland sheet for the fall. It's one of my favorite meets. And I know you and I used to make some road trips down <laughs> there from Turfway to Keeneland. And yeah. so we're very familiar with the place. Wonderful wonderful racetrack and uh you're right ralph about i heard you talk about the they were the last track to hire an announcer uh if you weren't paying attention the race could go off yeah you'd hear the crowd look around like what happened they're they're racing as a matter of fact i i remember one time we were there you and i with a couple other guys and they went to the concession stand to either get a hot dog or a beer and the race ran. They came back and they said, "Well, how, uh, you know, is it post time yet?" And they already ran the race. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of concession stands, if uh, any of your listeners get get to Keeneland either yeah. uh, spring or fall, if you go to the concession stands, make sure you try the burgoo. It's it's uh, Kentucky famous. That's right. The burgoo there is uh, they their signature um, um, 
food for the uh, for the concessions there. It's a gorgeous place and it has a great great. Uh, uh, I, I call it a museum, but they have like all the racing forms that were ever printed. Uh, one, uh, you know, a uh, an edition of all of them, etc. Just an amazing, amazing place, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, if, if I could, if I can interject real, real quickly, yeah. uh, you know, that's the Keeneland Library, Ralph. And yeah, I'm going to make an announcement on your show. Mm-hmm. I have actually over the last uh, uh, few months, I have been <clears throat> boxing and mailing my media guy collection. To the Keeneland Library, they've accepted it. Uh, they're going to have a Richard Egg Media Guide section in the library because I'm sending back literally hundreds of uh, media guides. So uh, I'm, I'm giving, I'm donating them. I'm not selling them. Right. So uh, if anybody gets to the Keeneland Library, you'll see you'll see my name on a section for uh, all these old media guides. Yeah, I mean, we all save the old media guides. I think I still think I have a um, a. Um racing manual a daily racing forms racing manual from the year that secretariat won stuff like that you know and but it's like stuff like that that's in there so it's it's really a neat if you've if you want to learn about the history of horse racing in a beautiful beautiful surrounding keeneland really is in a great place it is yep truly the way racing is meant to be so you are you on the bandwagon with jonathan do you like punch bowl over wonder wheel well, on my sheet for race nine, uh, yeah, the, my top pick is number five, Punchball. Absolutely. Uh, uh, two two angles. One is there's not a whole lot of speed in the race, and Punchball, I think, is going to be set by Flavion Pratt. And two is, you know, Wonder Wheel, I know it was her, her first race off the layoff route, but it wasn't significantly, it, it wasn't faster than anything she ran as a two-year-old. So we're going to find out today if she's going to improve or not as a three-year-old. But uh, the, the, the speed figure was just, the same as her two-year-old season, so she has to improve. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the key cornerstones for guys like uh, Jonathan and uh, for for uh, Jerry. Jerry always says that uh, horses uh, from two to three, when they come back at three, uh, they have to improve in their numbers to be uh, significant in their three-year-old year. So we'll wait and see about that. All right, well, you have a full sheet at Keeneland of all ten races, a full sheet at Santa Anita, and that's the way it'll be for the rest of the month. And we'll take a pick at each track. So I guess uh, since we're at Keeneland, what are we doing there? So let's go to uh, race number three. I want to pick a more of a surest type winner uh, to get the meet uh, started off. And race three, Ralph, mile in the 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number three horse, comparative. I know the horse will be favored. Luis Saez riding for Brad Cox. But I look at this horse as a light bulb horse because that last race at Fairgrounds where uh, she broke her maiden by six was I remember watching it on TVG, just very convincing. It sure looked like she finally figured out what to do and how to do it. Uh-huh. So uh, let's see if she can repeat. 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number three, comparative in the third. All right, third race, number three. Easy to remember, number three in the third race. Remember that Richie has uh, full selections for all 10 races uh, for Keeneland uh, today, as it will be for the rest of the meet at the uh, com website. Before we get to your selection at Santa Anita, any idiosyncrasies of handicapping at Keeneland that the handicapper should know? No, you know, I think the main track is pretty fair because if you remember that, you know, going back to the days when we would visit Keeneland, mm-hmm. they had a golden rail that was speed yeah. in the rail. Yeah. And, and then, and then they went through a historical uh, timeline of, uh, uh, putting in a synthetic surface and then they eventually took that out mm-hmm. when they, put the main track back in it was a much more fair surface than you know going back 20 30 40 years whatever but uh i, I think it's pretty fair and the turf course uh historically to me uh I, I prefer horses coming from off the pace seems to be kind of a hard track to go wire to wire on on the turf and they're uh, upping the um uh, ent- amount of entries in each race on the turf course uh, they uh, tried this in the last meet and they said it uh, worked out real good so uh, the field sizes are going to be capped at uh, 12 horses and 14 aes that include the turf course because it is an expansive turf course where they can move that railing in and out. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. That's the turf course on the inner. And tell everybody the exact circumference of the main track. Uh, you know what? I, I closed my racing form. I think I, I, I'm trying to remember if it's a flat mile or not. I think no, no, it's, it's a flat not, mile. I don't think it's a flat mile. I think it's either a mile 16th or a mile and eighth. Because oh, they have okay. they have a oh. short they have a short finish line and a, and the regular finish line, so we okay. will. We'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Okay, so let's get to Santa Anita. 
All right, let's go to uh, race number eight. Uh, it's a wide-open race, even though it's a small field. It's a very evenly matched uh, field. Yeah. I'm going to try the number six, Red Flag, 5-1 to one with Joey Bravo replacing uh, Victor Rizmanoza. Uh-huh. This horse, you know, we've been watching this horse in Southern California. This horse just doesn't quite get over the hump, so to speak. Yeah. But I think John Scher switching to Bravo is an attempt to try to get this horse to really maximize uh uh, his effort, 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number six, red flag in the eighth. Sometimes when a horse uh, fields a different rider, no matter how he uh, holds the reins, etc., or active on him, uh, could wake up. So uh, in, in, in an effort to get the horse uh, to the finish line first this time, uh, the trainer changes to Joey Bravo, who is a very active rider. Uh, we all know that. Mm-hmm. So in the eighth race, uh, number six, red flag, Hope hope you get the uh, green flag uh, finish, the checkered flag finish, I should say, for red flag in the eighth race. The six is your play, number six in the eighth race at San Nita. Remember, uh, full sheets for Keeneland and San Nita right now at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. All right, uh, Richie, we'll talk to you tomorrow, and we'll look at the uh, Derby Derby, uh, prep races. I know you don't do aqueduct, but I'm sure you have a thought or two about... uh, the Wood Memorial there, as well as the Bluegrass and the San Nita Derby. Yeah, this is like the final four of the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. Well, the field will solidify after that. Yeah, that's right. Sure will. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks. Uh, good luck, everybody. All right, we'll wrap it up with uh, John Lindo and Jerry J, and we'll do that right after this last message. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Well, we'll get started with John Lindo. Remember, we're getting down to the final days of the uh, winter spring meeting at Santa Anita. We'll take a break after Sunday's uh, racing at Santa Anita, and then they will return at Santa Anita on the 21st of uh, April, on Friday the 21st, when they will have what they call the holiday meeting, which is uh, the part of the Hollywood Park uh, racing days that are no longer at Hollywood Park. Right, John? Yeah, they the, the call it the Hollywood meet. Like I said, they, they added Friday the 21st after the cancellations. They were supposed to start uh, two weeks from tomorrow on a Saturday, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll hasten that a little bit. And uh, they're going out there. They're running as many as they can this weekend, 9 today, 12 tomorrow, and 11 on Sunday, wow. uh, uh, 12 o'clock noon post on sun- uh, Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Now, the mandatory payoff in the pick six is not on closing days. tomorrow, right? Right. Mandatory payoff tomorrow. Okay. Uh, well, we can update the jockey trainer standings, but it seems like uh, the jocks is all but, uh, you know, engraved on the, uh, the watch they give them. But uh, the trainers are still up for grabs. Right. Uh, you can put a ring around Juan Hernandez. He'll be the leading rider for this meet. He's got 56 winners going into the last few days. Flavian Pratt's got 27. He's at uh, Kentucky today. He'll ride the weekend here, and that'll be it for him. He'll be back east after that. Mm-hmm. And Frankie DeTore had a great meet. He's, he's third with 24. He'll ride another day or two this weekend, and that'll be it for him. As far as uh, the trainers, Phil D'Amato, he's got 30 wins. Bob Baffert's got 26, and Doug O'Neill, 25. So, if one of those guys gets hot, they may be able to catch Phil DeMotto before the at least tie the leading trainer. And, uh, and uh, for you, go, go ahead, ahead, Ralph. Yeah, I was Sorry. asking you about the favorites. 
Yeah, favorites are keep moving up. Uh, favorite winning percentage up to 37% yeah. after yeah. a slow start at the meet. After uh, some of these um, mundane weekend cards, that's for sure. Uh, but I got to tell you, on the cusp, Ramon Vasquez got 23 in the jock standings, and uh, Steve Knapp's having a good meet. He's got 22, both of them in fourth place in the standings. And the win percentage on, uh, you expect uh, Juan Hernandez to have a great win percentage. He's got a high win percentage of 24%. But the other jockey that equals the highest uh, win percentage with Hernandez at 24% is Tiago Piera. Yeah, Tiago's had a terrific meet. He's got uh, uh, Derek, uh, who, who used to be the agent for Flavio Prada's booking mounts for, for uh, oh, Derek Lawson. Pereira. Derek Lawson. Yeah, Derek yeah. Lawson, yeah. right. Yeah. And, uh, and they've done a good job. I don't, you know, he's not riding every race. They're kind of picking and choosing a little uh -huh. bit. And as a result, that win percentage has gone up. All right, well, you're doing double duty. you got a Keeneland uh, Lindo report that covers all of the stuff there, late pick four and all that goody stuff there, just like you do at Santa Anita. So there's a complete Santa Anita Lindo report and a complete Keeneland Lindo report for this opening day. Two separate full Monty type of sheets at the uh, South Point Racebook, only here in Las Vegas at the South Point, distributed there exclusively and free of charge. Uh, for the uh, race players, because they uh, love race players, that's for sure. So we'll take a, a thought about Keeneland and Santa Anita, and then we'll let you go. Okay, let's go to Keeneland, race number four today. In the fourth race, number two, Camp Hope gets off of that tapita at Turfway Park, moves to his favorite grass course. He's perfect three for three on the Keeneland grass. Ah. Gets LASIK on the LASIKs on the drop. His last two, last two starts with LASIKs were with wins. Uh -huh. And uh, Brian Hernandez gets them out back. He rides this horse the best. A lot of changes, positive moves here. Eight to one on the program. Number two, Camp Hope. Race number four at Keeneland. All right, fourth race at Keeneland. Number two, Camp Hope. The two in the fourth at Keeneland. A thought about the Ashland. I tell you, I, it looks like a two filly race to me. You, you know, it'll be the front end with Punch Bowl and uh, Wonder Wheel coming coming from off the pace. And I do think Wonder Wheel will run a better race today. I thought she was a short horse at Tampa Bay Downs in her return, mm -hmm. but uh, Punch Bowl's pretty good. So uh, I, I call it a coin flip here. I think either one can win. All right, you got it, my man. And, of course, we'll have your thoughts about the three big uh, derby prep races on tomorrow's show as well. Now we get to uh, back to Santa Anita. Let's go to race two at Santa Anita. Number one, Golden Sombrero, debuted in the Baffle Stakes, so he must be held in some high regard, debuting in a stakes race. Wow. Ran into a buzzsaw named Johannes that day. Got floated very wide, crossing the dirt. I, did, I don't think he ran too bad, considering everything that happened. Now he drops into one of those... Restricted made it made in special weights, not just open, but you know, you had to you know, cost one hundred and fifty thousand or less. He, he fits the conditions perfectly, draws inside, gets the gets Lasix, and he does want to go two turns. Six to one on the program. I think this is the right spot. Number one, Golden Sombrero, race two, Santa Anita. All right, the second race at Santa Anita, breaking from the rail, Golden Sombrero at the mile distance on the main. Mike Smith aboard at six to one in the second race, the one. John Lindo's play. And again, I want to remind everybody, full Lindo reports, Santa Anita and Keeneland, uh, selections in all the races, uh, suggested late pick fours, and all the goody information at Eat Racetrack. Full tilt, uh, the two full Lindo reports right now at the South Point Racebook, free of charge exclusively. We will let you go, John, and we will talk to you tomorrow on a big day of racing. Sounds good. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And I'm... Um just getting myself together here this morning. Oh, you are? How are you today? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's... Big, big holiday night last night. Yeah, so. I know it is. It's uh, a Passover, of course, et cetera, and you are uh, with the family uh, doing the holiday. Uh, okay, well, you have a uh, your uh, power pages uh, today are for Aqueduct and at Santa Anita. you got two power pages, and the, you'll have that the same tomorrow. So we'll cut to the chase for you, and we'll just go right to uh, Aqueduct. Okay, so let's go to race number four, and we're going to take number um, number eight, factually correct. That's going to be our play there from Rudy Rod. It's a little off a layoff. Mm -hmm. We're on the turf today at um, yeah. the big A for the first time. We're going six furlongs. I think this horse is just all about turf and uh, has plenty of early speed, and uh, that might really serve well. This is a tourist first, you know, going back to the turf for the first time. Mm -hmm. The first time out on the turf, I thought she raced. He raced pretty well. Okay. So at eight to at five to two, I like this eight horse an awful lot. I'm basically into it as a win bet. I'm going to play the eight with the one and the four. 
but mostly I'm going to bet it just as a win bet. All right. Now, the fourth race, you like the eight, factually correct, the eight. Your link-ups are only two, one and four, the one and four. And uh, as it is in so many cases, Jonathan Hardoon earlier in the uh, uh, show came up with uh, a horse in the same race. It's not one of those. He likes the two. He likes the two ripe for mischief. So the Sirocco play in this race is the two eight over one two four eight. That's the Sirocco play. And my play now includes the two. Okay, that's what I was. uh, I was just about to say. Do you want to include the two? So your play now is the eight over one two. Four and reverse, correct? That is correct. All righty. Let's make some money in the fourth race at uh, Aqueduct, which, by the way, is the start of the late pick five at Aqueduct. Boy, that was an exciting pick five uh, last yesterday, causing a carryover in, in the pick six with a big $71 winner in the, the final race at Aqueduct. Now we go to Santa Anita. Yes, that was a surprising winner, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go uh, to race number nine. For also on the turf going a mile. Um, I've got a big love for number nine, Mom McCool. I think um, I think he just lays over the field. And, um, you know, this is one of those D'Amato. He's got Rispoli up for the third time in a row. You know Rispoli is, um, he wants to deliver a winner here with this, with this really, really good gelding. Um, we have a cycle where we go a mile, back to six and a half rows where, where he really came home awfully well, right. and now stretches back out to the mile. We'll take the nine over the one, three, four, do some reverses, one, three, four, back over the nine, but the nine, Mamba Cool, in the ninth. That's our play. All right, San Anita ninth race. The nine is uh, the key. It's easy to remember. The nine and the ninth, the link-ups are one, three, four, and reverse. And the $2 ROI, two to win on the nine in the ninth at Santa Anita. Okay, we wrap it up by reminding everybody the full uh, power pages for Santa Anita and Aqueduct, even though uh, Mr. Uh, Jackowitz is uh, on the holiday, still available at jerryjayspowerpage.com. All right, Jerry, you can say it, and then we'll let you go. Have a great race day, everybody.